Dude, have you ever heard of that game? Like, did you ever... I don't know if you guys have it in Brazil. But in elementary school and, like, middle school, we had this one game that was like, oh, open the gate. Who do you... Who do you hate? That's who you date. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I don't think we had anything similar in Brazil, that? but that's very interesting. I think that kind of ties into, like, our little open the gate, who do you... Who do you date? Episode. So, hey everyone! Welcome back to Late Night Calls with Taya and Duda, and it's our second episode. And Taya, do you want to take the lead? Sure. So today we are again open the gate. Who do you date? Let's have a talk about dating. Mm, this is going to be a, an exciting episode. So just tighten your seatbelts, people, because this is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> we're in for we're in for a treat. Oh yeah, today's gonna be an exciting episode. I know it's crazy. It's just our second episode, and we're already getting into all of the juicy, nasty things. <laughs> juicy, nasty things. So, in our last episode regarding friendships, we mentioned the girl best friend, which is very controversial in many relationships, and it's many times the reason why many relationships end. Yeah, it's a deal breaker for a lot of people too. Yeah. Big topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think that we can start off with that idea. Exactly. And, and then we can go off. You wanna Very briefly. Because we talked about it in the other episodes. So if people, if our late night callers would yeah. like to have an idea on our thoughts on the girl best friend. Just friendships. In more depth. Exactly. We talked about male-female friendships, different types of friendships, who to keep, who to avoid. Make sure to check out our first episode. Oh, last episode. I think that it was the best first episode we could start off as. I think it's a great, great, great way to kind of already start by helping people understand who to trust and who to keep around. And I think it ties in really well with this episode because somebody you're going to date and have a relationship with, you got to trust that person. Exactly. So, I mean, so, so important. And the girl best friend thing... It's really a trust issue. Obviously, it goes off with the whole, um, it, it, is it cheating? Is it not cheating? Many people do think it is, mm. which I, I think it's not cheating. Come on, I think that's yeah. too much. But maybe some girls do think it's cheating. But, like, it's, I don't know. I think it all go- comes back to the yeah. trust and trust exactly. issues. It really depends on the, which we, which all, we have. all have, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we all have, like, moments of insecurity. To some extent. To some yeah. extent. Even, like, moments of insecurity where people have, um, I don't know, there's times where we could feel a little more not as sure of ourselves. And I don't know, the girl best friend is just, I don't know if I love her, if I hate her. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um. We don't know if she's cheering on the just, relationship or if she's just hoping it's gonna end soon. <laughs> yeah, because if we think about the goods, let's think about the goods before we bash the girl best friend. Let's think about the good part. The good part is that guys can be really misunderstanding. You know, maybe they need some advice and maybe having a girl best friend is a good thing because she'll teach him how to be a good boyfriend. I think a guy having women around him, not like only women, but I think that a guy having girlfriends here and there shows that he's a trustworthy person you know like he has because a guy that doesn't keep around any women friends or like yeah, doesn't and I, you know kind of click with any women at all like no girls like you not even to be your friend or even as a classmate that's a red flag that raises red flags yes for sure i feel like having um girl and guy friends just says a lot about you yeah. as a person in general like better personalities better yeah yeah i think i don't know definitely and it should be in the end of the day at least it should most times it's not but it should be girls setting up for girls and i think that if you see a guy that has obviously not necessarily needs to be the girl best friend but just let's say he keeps around sometimes some female company uh you know, sometimes he hangs out with them, uh, like not necessarily just the both of them, but like in groups and everything. I think it's a green flag, just so you know that you know there are girls that like like him as a friend. So I think, yeah, it kind of makes know, you feel better. He he's not 
he's not sexist yeah. at least because i guess yeah i hope, <laughs> I hope. um because girls in general they don't i mean maybe it's different for some but i feel like girls um tend to seek attention from other girls rather than guys mm. you know we validate other women's opinions more than other guys even Ooh. yeah so even when we're like val- like thinking about other guys opinions we're truly thinking about what the girl thinks so if a guy doesn't like if girls don't like this guy then what does that say about the guy you're going to you're going to think about what the girls are thinking yeah I think, yeah, exactly. I think that's a very interesting point. But it just made me think something that we could actually talk about in the next episode. Very, very nice point, which is all about the pick-me girls. And uh, I know. (laughs) And, like, how these women want the male attention and how these type of women make other women feel. And because I think I'm all for the girls supporting girls. I'm all for it, hands down. Best thing ever. I think you should always stand with the girls, um, especially when you know that a bunch of guys. When the guy starts saying, "Oh, my girlfriend is crazy. My girlfriend is crazy," you know that he has the issue, not her. Mm. So I think that. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm a bit confused in my own thoughts right now. <laughs> uh, no, I get it. I think just like in general, just the problem becomes when it's girls not supporting girls. But up until the point where it's just helping each other out. Like support your girl best friend or not necessarily your girl best friend, but support the other girl, you know, like girls supporting girls. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just feel that like that's so important. You know, mm-hmm. we got to be there for each other because most of the times men are going to pick themselves. Anyways, um, after this confusing talk about the girl best friend. <laughs> It's a mess. It's a mess. Oh, it is. Ugh, I I actually have like, a... Despite all the good things we told, we talked about the girl best friend, I still don't know. Still don't know how I feel about her. Let's go on to the relationship with men versus women. And obviously, we want to include non-binary people here. But we are going to be focusing a lot on our personal experience throughout this episode. So this is a very important message to include. Um, so please don't feel left out. But something... Um, I do think here is very important is how there are different perspectives and how females look at our relationship versus how men look at a relationship. Like, do we see it in the same level of seriousness, for example? Mm. Interesting. Do guys, but I think, I think it really depends on the person. But do guys take relationships as serious as girls or the other way around? Is the girl, for example, in this relationship taking it as serious as the guy? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. What do you think? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It really depends, but um, I don't know. It depends on each person's situation. Like, I feel like it could be either a girl or a guy that feels this way. But yeah. Sometimes there's definitely, especially when you're younger, there's definitely one person who probably thinks more short term you know and another one is kind of romanticizing which gets into like another point that we should talk about later on like romanticizing relationships and everything so i don't know i feel like Mm. especially at earlier points in life there's so much that you're thinking about there's so much you want to do you know you're thinking about your own success and you're thinking about your own happiness that sometimes it can lead to not seeing a relationship as seriously as the other person and that can leave the other person feeling kind of neglected maybe or not feeling like that energy is being reciprocated mm-hmm. i completely yeah. agree i completely agree i think it's very important and i think that usually usually women are the um are categorized as the emotional ones in a relationship not necessarily is Mm. what's gonna happen but I also feel like usually women are the one feeling neglected or left out um and yeah. speaking like emotionally dependent yeah but it, it can happen both ways there are many 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 episodes which I've seen with other friends of mine where the guys are invested and the girl is not reciprocating yeah. uh and it's you know and and the guy is kind of in he's kind of puzzled like what do I do how do I deal with this um so I think that like there's no proper way on how to deal with this rather than sitting down and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. After 
having so many friends um, in relationships, and I've have been in a long-term relationship myself, I feel like there are three pillars, three important pillars to our relationship, and that is respect. I think respect is so important. Yeah. And then there's trust, because if you're not trusting your partner, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Literally. And the last one, which I feel is the most important, although they should all have the same level of importance, which I think it's communication. Yes. And I think communication is so important. You should always be communicating exactly. to your partner what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling left out, if you're feeling neglected, if you're feeling as though your partner is not giving in the same amount, let's say you're giving in 80%, they're giving in 20 I think you should be communicating them that. And if they if they kind of don't give a shit about it, guess that's your sign to leave exactly that's another way of communicating that oh this isn't right for me then so yeah that's that and how men and women view different relationships what's your opinion on long-term and short-term relationships Ooh. maybe maybe at our age like at high school what do you think about long-term and short-term relationships during like our age during high school and like you're about to go to college so at a time when we're just kind of figuring ourselves out there's no way of knowing um, if a relationship is going to be short term or long term, unless you're going into a relationship uh, wanting to break up, which I think nobody <laughs> should be getting into a relationship if you're planning on breaking up. I see a lot of my friends uh, engaging in relationships now before going to college, kind of having a date to break up. Girl, why are you even engaging in a relationship? You know, if you know you guys are going to break up, unless you want to. Yeah. Unless you really want to enjoy your time together and you really, 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 really love each other and you really want to make the best out of it. Or you plan to try to do a long distance, which in most Ooh. cases doesn't work. Uh, I think all relationships should have the intention of being long term. That's true. At least you should at least you should engage in a relationship with the intention of being long term. Yeah. Like what type of partner are you? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, if you're if you're planning on breaking it up, communicate it <laughs> from the, from the beginning. <laughs> just let the other person know that hey, just so you know, this isn't gonna last. <laughs> I don't know because a lot of times I've I agree with what you said, and it kind of just made me realize more about myself. And because a lot of times I've thought, well, at this age, like I don't really get long term relationships. Maybe because I haven't been like in a relationship, but. So I don't know. But I don't know. I just kind of think about it. And it's like, why would someone be in a long-term relationship right now at a time where you're growing and yeah. da 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 and, um, But then it makes sense. Like, well, if the opportunity arises for you to be in a relationship. If you want to. Op- yeah, why not? Yeah, then obviously go into it thinking long-term, not that, oh. Yeah. I think when I began my relationship my long-term relationship when I yeah when it all happened it was during COVID so like I feel like great part of the reasons why both parties decided to engage was we had a lot of time to get to know ourselves obviously we we already knew who we were you know we already knew each other but we really got to know each other online because of COVID and everything because you know couldn't be leaving quarantine and shit so I think that I engage in a relationship majorly because of COVID and there's so much time to stay home and I knew and we didn't know at that time <laughs> when we were going to be able to leave and go back to our normal life so and so I think that's yeah. a great reason why but I when you mm, that's a thing you you when you're ready you're going to know you're ready and if you're not ready you're also gonna know that you're not ready and you're not mature and you're and it's gonna <laughs> just be too much at once, you know? I feel like that kinda ties into our like when when are you ready? When when do you think you should start dating or like taking things more seriously in that sense, in that area of life? I guess you just know um when is the when you're ready. And I think that goes in to your first kiss and your first time i feel like there's a lot of pressure that goes in society you know just pressures a lot of people to to take action like 
oh, you haven't had your first kiss yet. Oh, you haven't... Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like there's a lot of that, but you just know. And something that a lot of people and a lot of friends have said is regarding your first sexual experience, I think many people wanted to be with a boyfriend. Many people, you know, wanted to be with somebody special. And I think that with most of my friends, at least... It has happened with people they were not expecting, not a boyfriend, and not, you know, not as they planned. So, just as a message to our late night callers, don't feel pressured by society. Just try to, for your first kiss and your first sexual experience, just try to have around somebody you trust and you can have a laugh and you feel comfortable with saying like, oh, I don't like this, can we try that? Or can we stop? I don't like doing this. Or, you know, you just feel comfortable with saying no. And they will totally accept it and be okay with it. And I think that goes for any dating experience and anything in your romantic life overall. It should be somebody that you know you have. You know you can trust in. You have the freedom of saying whatever you feel. And you know that they'll be totally supportive about it. Yeah, just speaking whatever you feel like there needs to be said in order for the experience to be just as beautiful and as good as possible. I feel like you can save yourself from a lot of traumatic experiences if you... (laughs) Yeah, if you know... If you're with somebody that you know you can trust. And still, many times, even though you're going to be with somebody you trust, you're going to have traumatic experiences. It's part of the ride. It's all an emotional Mm. roller coaster. (laughs) Should we talk about because our culture you know hookup culture and then talking stages and everything so what's the difference between talking and dating and relationships yeah um so well i think that well at least in brazil in brazil it's very different from the u.s i don't know how how it is in albania but here in brazil people um before they engage in a relationship you kiss and you start to go out with this person for at least like a month uh it really varies depending on the couple but at least for like two to three weeks you're going out with a person you're making out you're getting to know each other going on dates before you start before you have the girlfriend boyfriend talk what are we talk before he asks you to date him or vice versa uh so i think that at least in brazil i know that in the u.s usually what happens is um you in most times you start to get to know the person you kiss once or twice and then you guys are already in a serious relationship or you're already dating and stuff or like when you're going out in the first date second you guys are already dating yeah um so i think it it varies from person to person and from culture to culture especially for sure i feel like especially in our time though it's become very complicated as to just what are you with the person Mm. i hate the what are we conversation i think it's very tense (laughs) it's just like just like relax it's so simple no need to complicate all these different categories of just talking dating this that this i don't know yeah and i think that when you engage in a relationship because eventually you know most people do um there's so many different phases that you're like you're not you know you're not done Uh, after the talking phase you still have so many phases to go through (laughs) when you're inside a relationship um and there's a lot of maturing going on as well so there's the the three month phase at the very the three month phase yeah which uh, other known as the honeymoon phase the honeymoon phase which actually is very true if you notice it the first three two to three months of a relationship is usually called the honeymoon phase which is where everything is like princesses and unicorns and strawberries and rainbows and you know it looks like everything is amazing and you guys are so you guys are so passionate about each other and everything is so if you guys have a fight oh don't worry my love we can fix this or whatever the fuck you know like everything is so smooth (laughs) and you guys have so much patience for one another and then eventually when those three months go by you start to see the real person it wears off you start to see okay because even even after like a year there's so much to get to know about that person still so Mm. 
um, you're always finding out. Um, so yeah, I think that there are so many different phases, and after that, uh, I think it also matters a lot the different ages in which you experience a relationship. Because I think it really makes a difference if you're in a relationship when you're 16. It's completely different yeah. than a relationship you're going to have when you're 19 or when you're 25 and so on. You know, I've had this, like, theory. I don't know if it's real or not. I've just thought about this before. Like, maybe if you experience a lot of, like, even not so serious relationships at a young age, it impacts the way you think about relationships at an older age you know like it definitely if you had if you had like a very traumatic experience or if you had something i think that all relationships in life that goes to friendships as well and the relationship you have with your parents and for like teachers whatever doctors and shit like every single person you interact in your life i think it has an impact on you especially your romantic dating life experiences so if you if you have like let's say cheating in at a very young age that's definitely going to trigger some trust issues for when you're older if you don't know how to deal with it later relationships. yeah if you don't know how to deal with it's it just the idea of like having multiple relationships at a young age just because when you're younger it's less serious obviously mm-hmm. but i feel like when you're older then that's going to make you think that relationships are less serious and make you kind of not able to find a stability within a partner yeah i don't know it's just something i've thought yeah, about before. It, c- it does make again a it depends but like just a, a comment here i think that something is the perfect essence on how to keep your relationship stable apart from the three pillars that i mentioned previously i think it's at least that's what i've seen a lot of elderly couples and what they've said is like what what is a key for your relationship to keep going? Oh, have you seen it's, the one show? Yeah, it's like they usually say, and this one stood out to me especially. Uh, we made sure to fall in love every day. So it's like when you start a relationship, usually people have this misconception that you have to stop dating that person. You know, like lit, mm-hmm. like I mean, taking that person out or surprising them or making something special. It's so important to keep keep that person in love with you I, I hate i hate the way i phrase it but like keep that person interested and keep keep the flame in the relationship alive the you know alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know sense, and i yeah. think the best way is for you to fall in love more each day and how to do that just keep taking if you know the person likes i don't know eggs and bacon in the morning just make some eggs and bacon for them in the morning and maybe take them out to a special restaurant every now and then exactly. and if you know they they have been craving a new pair of earrings buy them a new pair of earrings or you know mm-hmm. doesn't need to be anything expensive just a small act of love yeah that ties into their love language i think that that's very important yeah. it takes effort it takes effort. it's so important for a healthy relationship for sure like a healthy relationship should have that comfort and ease but also like that effort that always you know reminding the other person about why they're in a relationship with you in the first place it's not as if fights and issues are not going to come up oh they will and when you think you're done with one issue another one's going to pop up and another one and another one and another one when you're c you're like it's an like endless it's an everlasting issue popping situation. You just got to know how to figure it out as a team cuz now you guys are Exactly. You guys are And I think team. the most important part about like in a relationship is never trying to change the other person. You know, just accepting them as they are and then working together. That's so important. One thing I've told all my friends and I think it's very important for you to realize when engaging in a relationship is when you start dating somebody and that goes also for friendships. But when you start, like, you have somebody in your life, but especially for, you know, dating life, you have to accept that person. Mm. Not only, like, their past, present, and future, but you have to accept their family mm-hmm. and their friends. They come in a package. You can't change that. If somebody, if mm-hmm. he was friends, if she, he, she, they mm-hmm. were friends with somebody before you met them, why the fuck are you going to try to take that person out of that other person's life, of your partner's life, you know? They were friends before you came in. I'm just giving an example. And that, that goes both ways. Yeah. 
And for example, when dealing in a situation or relationship, here is the order of priority. You, second person, you, third, you, then mm -hmm. comes like your family, friends, and your, your loved ones, you know? So always prioritize yourself. If you don't, I mean, mm -hmm. nobody will. Then everything else will follow. You can only love somebody as much as they love themselves. You can only know somebody as much as they know themselves. Yeah, th themselves. Yeah. You know? What do you think mm -hmm. about that? That's really interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Especially the first one. You can only love somebody as much as they love themselves. Exactly. Because if they don't... Because if if it's that idea that if you love yourself, you have to love yourself first before loving anyone else so when you think about it from the other person's perspective you can only love mm -hmm. what is like to the extent that they love themselves because otherwise like they're oh wow i never thought about it that in that way what usually happens very common relationships uh you're going to become emotionally dependent on the other person oh. because you don't love yourself as much to know how to you know mm -hmm. and as rupaul says it best if you can love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Exactly. What's your love language? Ooh. My love language, I think it's a words of affirmation. And I do like gift giving a lot. And gift receiving. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think words of affirmation. I do like physical touch, but words of affirmation, I think it's one of my favorites. What about you? Aww. me. For me, it's physical touch and quality time, probably. Ooh, quality time, that's a good one definitely those two are my top like physical touch is a must i don't know with in general with everyone i just love do you like pda to an extent i don't know like to an extent not too much not too much like i feel like that some stuff should be kept to private you know that's the point i don't know just yeah between and i think something that is missed if you're having a long distance relationship is the whole pda thing mm. which you're not gonna have <laughs> you're not gonna have a, a touching at all <laughs> i know that's why i think i couldn't do i don't know long distance oh no yeah so long distance relationships that usually don't work out what's your opinion on them Okay, I do know of long distance relationships that have worked out. Really, um, I've seen the like I've seen TikToks of like long distance relationships that have worked out, and then my friend currently is in a long distance relationship, and I'm just like, wow, I don't know how you're doing it, but good for you. And so it's definitely possible, but I don't know. Maybe it just also depends on the person you meet and if you're willing to sacrifice some stuff in order to make a relationship work, with the idea that because at one point you're gonna be together in person. I think it's a very hard thing that both parties should be, um, obviously, they're going to consent to it, and it's going to be, you know, mutual, at least it should. Yeah. But I think long-distance relationship is something that's so hard, at least for me, because I'm a person that I really like to see the person and to go out and to have some time. Yeah. And in long distance, what it's probably going to happen is you're going to crave more calls and more time from this person, which might be busy, might have a lot of things to do, might have a tight schedule. And then the fights come in and then a lot of stuff come in. And then, oh, my God, mm -hmm. why aren't you picking up my calls? Why aren't you responding to my text? The emotional messages? dependency. And that's how the emotional mm -hmm. dependency comes in. So, yeah, it's it's a no from me. I, I don't think I would. Yeah definitely possible but also it comes a lot of trust it is i think it is possible but it's what i said i think both parties should be so in love here's the point when you're so in love with somebody when you're like dad so fucking in love with somebody you don't have eyes for anybody else like no thanks i'm good like wow fucking chris hemsworth could pop up and you're gonna be like no thanks i'm good you know like uh timothy chalamet could come up to you in a party and you're you're not gonna be like attracted to i mean like you're obviously gonna think he's handsome and everything but, like you know what i mean you're not gonna want to kiss him and stuff because you're so in love you already have your person yeah you have your per and nothing compares to that so i think for a long distance relationship to work that the, the the love should be so intense to the point where you Super you don't have strong. eyes for anybody else <laughs> what about like 
like online dating like meeting someone not even like meeting someone in person but meeting someone long distance Mm. initially and continuing that long distance you know what i mean because it's i feel like it's different when you know someone in person and then you continue long distance Mm -hmm. rather than meeting someone long distance like online or whatever and then also continuing it long distance what do you think about that i don't believe i couldn't do it (laughs) i couldn't do it (laughs) that's just me I couldn't do it personally. I, I, it's very important to me because imagine this. At least that's what I think. Okay, you're in this online relationship. Oh my god, I love this person. Love this person. I meet them online. Whatever, whatever. And then we meet in person, and the kiss is not good, or the person smells, Ooh. or like you guys have different habits and stuff. That's what. That's what I have been thinking about. You know. Yeah. I have a friend which had a relationship that began online they lived in different cities but they could pick up like a 45 minute flight and be together but it ended up not working out and i think one of the reasons but that's just me saying i think one of the reasons that really affected the breakup was the long distance and um you know you're not 100 percent 24 7 with a person unless you don't have a social life which i think is very important by the way so i think that i couldn't do it what about you no, I'm not into the whole long distance thing. It need to be very because I don't know. For me, it's like, what's the point if it's long distance? Rather, just focus on myself rather yeah. than, and the life that I'm and the environment that I'm in rather than a long distance thing. Maybe who knows? I guess Maybe I say this now <laughs> and sometime in the future. Never say never. Something never might never. completely change my mind. But for now, it's a no no. <laughs> yeah, never know. So, never say never. For real, exactly. For now, it's a no. Long distance, I feel like I don't need that, that f that extra because it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of, I f- I think about it as a lot of stress too. Just trying to maintain that regular communication. Mm-hmm. At least I, yeah. When I I never tried long distance, but I had something almost as a long distance relationship, and I got so anxious. But that's just because I am, like. I am somebody that wants to have contact and if possible I think it's so important to have weekly date nights and you know or okay let's say we're doing long distance for some time for like a year or something uh it's important still to have a weekly I don't know movie online dates yeah. to talk to you know I think it's so 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 important the only Im- the only difficulty that I would say regarding the long distance and for some people it's a like a huge no it's the whole um physical thing yeah like that's so sad like that's why you're in a relationship that's what makes a relationship special from all your friendships and everything you know is those aspects yeah you're romantically attracted yeah yeah i was just thinking just an idea that came in my head i guess it's like depends on whether you have a time limit or not like maybe if someone was like okay do this for six months do this for a year and then Everything else will be normal, like, back to... But, again, I still don't know. I think it depends from person to person and from time to time. Because if it was, like, a a one-month long-distance relationship, I think I could do it. But, like, a year... Yeah, for sure. There's a whole big difference from a month to a year. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would mess up my whole routine within that Mm -hmm. year. Just completely keep me from focusing on things that i need to do for myself as well as relationship like because a relationship as we said it's meant to be an added benefit to your life not yeah something that kind of makes you f- lose yourself yeah and i think this whole long distance thing and the red flags ties in with our red flags topics what are some red flags for you oh do you have any I, i'm trying to think of some but if you have any just put them out there i think a guy to be surrounded only by male friends that's red flag that, mm-hmm, for sure i think if you have a very 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 close girl best friend in which you had a romantic situation Before. prior to oh yeah that's definitely a red flag yikes that's a red flag that's a no-no that's a maybe let's avoid that that situation yeah for some people your following list is a red flag if you follow a lot of models and female figures or liking a lot of female like snap Mm -hmm. oh yeah or like liking a lot of female bikini pictures can be red flags for many people i don't it's not it's not something i am very worried about but for many people i know it's a big issue i agree what are some of your icks 
Oh, the X. Here's the thing. I think that the X just kind of build up when you know you you meet the person and eventually there's something that they do that you don't like and I am, I'm a very picky person so yeah you know what's a red flag slash ick what like hygiene oh oh yes my. oh my god <gasps> if you don't shower daily please do oh. please wear some cologne it does make a difference biggest biggest turn off is bad hygiene and to me biggest turn on is when they smell good oh, yes. oh my god if you smell cologne good. yes please <clears throat> invest in a good cologne dior sauvage that's the one most men Dior's have sauvage. and i would mm-hmm. blue chanel <laughs> oh yeah oh the creed one totally recommend for all men by the way there was this one where we bought with our nyu friends at coach i don't remember the name now but it was a black bottle i believe and it was a male perfume, and that all of the one. guys in the NYU program bought bought it. They loved it. It was loved amazing. It. it was so funny. Uh, there are also some other perfumes we can do another talk, talk about, about hygiene and perfume. Our favorite self care products. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh, that would be such a fun episode. Please invest in a good cologne. Please, 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 please invest in hygiene. And like, oh, such a such a green flag when they take care of like skincare and mm-hmm. like self care and like stuff like it's that it's not feminine men please it's not something no that you exactly. guys should be it's so you know attractive you, you don't have to have a 12 step skincare routine but just you know wash mm-hmm. your face once in a while <laughs> once in a while just remember please don't have a three in one shampoo oh. conditioner body Yikes. wash but yeah the hygiene thing is real girl the hygiene thing is real it's a deal. It's, it is a deal breaker. Like it's such a turn up. I can't even begin to like explain how. When men start smelling, Ooh. don't smell. Ooh. Smell Ooh. in a good way, not a bad Ooh. way. Please. Also, like having nice flowy hair is just beautiful. Like it adds to your. Yeah, take care of your hair. Brush it, you know, once in a while. Okay. I also think going to the gym <laughs> is also a turn up. Oh yes. I am not mm-hmm. into. Well, that that's just personal. I don't like guys that like are gym bros. But I do like a guy that works out once in a while. Just, you know, just mm-hmm. maybe going for a run. No need to have strong ass muscles, but you know. Just like active. And like just shows that you just care about yourself again. Because you're taking the effort to. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I have an ick, but I don't know how to explain it. Go on. It has to do, it definitely has to do with like some kind like ego. But mm. it's like different. It's like, arrogant, It's man. like arrogance and ego. But it, it's. They only care about themselves they kind of make it make everything about them or yeah. in a way uh, mm, here's one when i think it ties in with what you're saying with girls and other and, and guys that like guys and non-binary people that like guys if you are going out with a man ask ask him about himself he loves talking about himself but the men that love talking about himself too much red flag Ooh, also this is also a red flag the judgy men ew like why and men that talk bad about other females <gasps> to you. Oh. The one that says, oh, I had a crazy ex-girlfriend. Uh, uh, I'm sure <laughs> you're the crazy one. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's also something, you know, the judgy men. I think you can disagree. You're you're allowed. We are allowed to. Yeah. Let's agree to disagree. But, like, we can have different opinions. But, like, don't judge me because of the thing, you know? You like this? Yeah, I do. Let's, like, fight cutely about yeah. it and then, like, accept each other's opinions, but not, like, actually. Mm. I have a hot take. Ooh, this is actually going to generate mm. very good conversation. Paying <gasps> if men should pay the bill or not. I think, again, depends on every person's situation. Depends on, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think chivalry is dead. I think chivalry is alive. <laughs> I hope. I'd like to think chivalry is alive. And, you know... Um, when the guy takes care of the girl, like when they pay for the bill mm-hmm. and just do all those I things, think. like I think it's nice. I think that like for the first date, yeah, I don't know. Since I was very young, my parents kind of taught me this that the guy, a guy, should be a gentleman, or at least he should offer. You know, the offer is very important, so at least he should offer to pay. Uh, but I think that he should pay in the first date or the first dates, at least three of them, at least. Mm. Uh, I think the girl should offer. Don't get me wrong. I think it's very important to show that you mind and that you're like, no, I can help. Like, let me take it. But the guy just like automatically assume that you guys are going to split the bill. It's yeah. unacceptable. <laughs> I think 
the men should pay at least yeah. the first dates. And then you guys, when you have, you know, when you get to know more each other, obviously split the bill or sometimes even the girl wants to pay to just give him a gift or something. But I think that the first dates should yeah. be the guy. Um, I, I like what you said about, um, like, the guy should offer it first. You know what I mean? Rather than, because ah, I agree, it's kind of unattractive. Yeah, I think the little fight, the little fight that you guys are, no, I can help, blah, blah, It's so important. The little fight is so important. Yes. But I think the girl should also, like, the girl shouldn't also assume the guy's just going to pay, like, the fuck, you know? Yeah. I think the little fight should should happen. Yeah. And in Albanian culture, it's insane. I don't know. I feel like it's probably in, like in Brazil, too. Oh, yeah. You yeah. should see how these people do that. They just make the biggest, I don't know, the biggest mess in restaurants. Whenever we, like, go out with other Albanians, it's insane when it comes to paying the bill. Like, you'd think these people are ready to start fighting and everything <laughs> but it's just about paying the bill and so that's kind of what i've grown up yeah on. it's kind of a kindness act for you to pay the bill because you, you you're showing the other person that you're grateful for their company yeah. at least that's how i see it yeah for sure you know you want them to be there and they're your so. guests so you're paying for their company and you're paying for right. their food and i think that's mm-hmm. nice so yeah that's my that's that's my take on paying so, bills yeah. <laughs> for sure just to wrap it like up for the paying bills like i think it's good when both parties offer mm-hmm. and i think it's cute and like fun and i would like for the guy to it's a green flag when the guy pays it is a green, it's a green flag, flag. The guy pays. yes exactly that's it that's it i think we can go on to our next topic which kind of ties in with the red flags which is now we're going into the really 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 deep shit <laughs> regarding manipulation oh. gaslighting and all the good stuff <laughs> uh, I was waiting for this one. What do you think about it? Yikes. It's rough. Most of the times when you're being manipulated, you you don't actually know you're being manipulated. Yeah. And I feel like you realize really later on and then there's nothing you can really do about it. Because it's already happened. Too late. <laughs> exactly. Or like by the time you've realized and stuff has like gone by, it wouldn't even make sense to reopen everything just because everything yeah. has already happened. Yeah. It's complicated. But I think that that goes out for anybody who is in a current relationship uh, or is going to be engaging yeah. in a future relationship anytime soon or whenever in life. Whenever you notice manipulations going on or if you have friends around you. Uh, also, important fact, side note here. Don't tell your friends, even if they're your best, best, best friends. Don't tell them every single fucking tiny detail of your relationship. Just tell them. And even though, don't tell everybody what's going on. First things first, because people are jealous. And second thing, uh, don't give them the details of the f- of a fight or whatever, you know. If you want to talk about it because you want somebody else's opinion, mm. talk to one mm. person or your mom. Yeah. Usually a mom is a great advice giver. Yeah. Or somebody that you know you can trust. Someone who you genuinely feel... Exactly. Someone who you genuinely feel doesn't have any sort of bad intention yeah, yeah. towards don't, you. Don't keep telling everybody that. In any yeah. way. Yeah. And then at the end, is again, good to communicate with your partner. As we said, communication is key. And you can kind of find the answers in your own conscious, in your own subconscious or whatever to decide what's right and wrong. Yeah. Going back to this manipulation thing now. If you... This goes off, as I said, for everybody who is going to be in a relationship, is in a relationship or, you know... Sometimes you're so engaged in a relationship that you don't even realize that you're being manipulated. And sometimes, I heard, I heard this metaphor once that, let's say you're in a beach and, you know, when the tides are high and everything mm. and you have one of those, like, red flags to, like, show, be careful, don't go in this area mm-hmm. or don't go too far away. When you're in front of the flag, you can't really see the flag. You're just seeing, like, a pole. So usually, oh. sometimes, we're in your relationship, you can't really see the red flag because you're in the relationship. Sometimes, mm-hmm. only people outside of the relationship can see it. So that's what I'm saying. You should talk about it if you're having a fight or if you're having a situation that you're starting to get, you know, worried about. You should talk to somebody you trust, and sometimes that's the only way you're mm-hmm. going to figure out that something odd is going is on. wrong something that you're not seeing that someone else is yeah. yeah most of the times when people are so you know engaged in the relationship they mm-hmm. don't really realize it and uh yeah. or when they realize it, it's too late yeah and i feel like that that ties to like manipulation and like long-term for example some long-term relationships that are just toxic yeah just because 
rather than really loving or, you know, liking the other person, you're just, let me, not to quote Sarah Cameron from Outer (laughs) Banks, but, you know, you love the idea of them, not actually them. Yes, yes, yes. And you're just so used to that comfort and presence, especially when it's been a long time, you know what I mean? We all, as humans, we try to find stability in any way we can, whether it's like career or relationships and friendships. So when you have that stability, it's really hard to break away from that, and which is why some people get stuck in those cycles of manipulation and bigger things that that could lead to. Yeah, you know? definitely. Also goes into the gaslighting, which is a form of manipulation (laughs) which by the way if you guys don't know what gaslighting is it's basically when um somebody is making you believe something did not happen when it actually did yeah or like something they said yeah and they're gonna be like no you understood it wrong that's not what i meant or no i've never said that or no that's not exactly what happened so let's say the guy just spray painted yellow paint all over your house and you're gonna be like what the fuck you just spray paint in my house and he's gonna be like, no what are you talking about yeah. i was like oh okay. <laughs> i know what you're talking about spray paint no that was you not exactly me. yeah you know and that's ex- eventually going to make you feel bad and make you feel like you did something when in reality it was them that's not how it mm-hmm. went so whatever their actions or whatever they said they turn it on you as if you said and did them that's basically what gaslighting also an issue that's in the whole thing the lying Ugh. constant lying like just be truthful just... when you're in a relationship if you're gonna cheat just leave the other person mm. jesus you know save yourself save the other person from all the conversation and all the finding out and yeah. discovering of the whole lying and cheating stuff and just remove yourself from the equation you know um yeah i don't think i think it's unnecessary pain that people have to go through and honestly i think good news bad news you know people make mistakes just tell the truth just tell the truth and if you're the one that's being cheated on please don't don't make yourself go through any more hard situations just end the relationship i think that the biggest 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 issue with many people is the ending of the relationship it can be really hard for many different reasons the whole closing part of the relationship i think it's so 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 hard because many people wait for the other person to break up with them because they can't and in many many times the other person kind of makes I, i've seen this so so many times it's the worst but i've seen i've seen it happen with a couple of friends where the boyfriend becomes his worst self so the <gasps> girlfriend gets no. sick of him so she breaks up that's terrible but it's so common <laughs> like just be just yeah. be direct uh, i was just gonna say i feel like it ties with it could be like either boys or girls but i, f- I don't know i guess i would just say boys for example, guys don't want to hurt the girl's feelings, so they try to, you know, as you said, like, make themselves look bad, when in reality, you know... Sometimes the emotionally dependent person already acknowledges that they are emotionally dependent on the other person, but they don't want to let them go, and they don't want to end the relationship, and they're so invested, and they're so... It's true. You know, kind of controls their own their whole life and it's so hard for them to deal after the breakup happens uh and they they try to keep finding closure and they try to keep coming back in a way yeah and it's like you're looking for that thing everywhere else whether it's like for some people they try to distract themselves with other people some people try to find i mean some people turn to like alcohol and stuff some people just just different distractions when in reality, you just have to kind of reconnect with yourself rather than s- yearning for an external source of... Yeah. Can I just mention something really quickly, which I, I've spoken to you yeah. previously this week, um, about two things uh, very important that have been showing up in my TikTok <laughs> for you page recently, which is the the famous... I went back to my ex situation, um, which is the sometimes the ex and you have like experimented with other people and engaged in other relationship but then he went back to you i've heard this quote and i have been thinking about it ever since which is he only went back to you because it didn't work out with the other ones 
So let's just cut, yeah, let's just cut all the bullshit. All the like, oh, you're the love of my life. I've seen that they're not the same as you. Of course they're not the same as you. Because you were so dumb throughout the entire relationship. And you were so naive. And you allowed him to do a ton of shit. So obviously he's going to come back to you because you were so lenient. Comfortable. It, yeah, yeah, and comfortable to him as well. Like, you, you allowed him to do many of his shit and just... Yeah pretended you weren't seeing and the other thing is that thing where i saw my tiktok on my tiktok which is a girl that says like let's say a girlfriend asked the boyfriend like hey can you send me good morning text i like this affirmations and everything and the guy's like yeah, yeah okay whatever and then he doesn't send the good morning texts and after like two weeks goes by he doesn't send any good morning texts and the girls obviously are going to start thinking the fuck does this guy even like me because i asked him to do the fucking bare minimum and he can't send me a good morning text so the girl will automatically start becoming uninterested and start to not want to be in this relationship yeah because they're doing what they should be doing which is communicating what they want and the other person isn't reciprocating that like literally the formula is communicate and what the other person isn't communicating then well two plus two makes four (laughs) it takes two to tango girl so like yeah and it's like men usually learn from a very young age that they should keep in their feelings and not speak up and everything but guys for our male listeners please don't feel intimidated please speak up if you have something i heard also in my tiktok that guys usually when there's something that it's annoying on their girlfriend they won't talk to her about it like oh let's say the guy wants good morning texts he's not gonna ask her to send good morning well i'm generalizing as well he won't ask her to send good morning texts uh and eventually he's gonna get so annoyed that he's gonna break up with her Mm. and she's not gonna understand why because he's not communicating he did not say contrary to her that did for example yeah exactly like see that leads to an end of relationship why just because we've created this idea that guys can't speak their mind out because uh, they can't speak their mind just because it shows like weakness or whatever when in fact i think it shows the opposite it shows confidence that you know what you want and you're not afraid to speak your mind and confidence is literally like the most attractive trait on top of like other traits but you know what I oh mean? yeah yeah confidence but not cockiness <laughs> yeah there's a fine line yeah very oh fine line. very fine line another thing that kind of ties in with this confidence thing you just said which is the because recently i experienced this which is the guy that says like oh i really want to meet you i really want to meet you let's meet as this place eight i'll pick you up i just made the reservation like you know he's so committed he's so like let's do this and then he i just pick up the table i made the reservation just called the restaurant eight o'clock p.m you know it's like straightforward can you yeah. do monday oh, wow. six now i can it's amazing it's definition of if he wanted to he would yeah but just going back to our closure and the whole idea of the ending of a relationship i love how we went throughout the podcast through the whole cycle (laughs) (laughs) the beginning and now we're talking about the end Mm -hmm. yeah the closing of a relationship is so important and this goes out to all my people out there that ended a relationship and feel like what the fuck am i gonna do with my life right now i swear it's gonna get better the first month or so it's gonna be shitty as fuck and you're gonna take so much time going back to your routine before that person because when you're in your relationship you kind of get used to talking to them and living with them or you know depending on your situation just the idea of them and having them around and the the life that you have created in your head with them kind of have a stable routine with that person so i think that you know life's gonna be good again it may take some time but like and i think something that's very important just go out as a message for everyone the no contact rule is a must the Uh, no contact rule is a must can you elaborate real quick before we end i think that it's so important for you to give yourself the three month no contact rule and if you need to fucking download one of those drug addicted people apps where you just count up this is how many days i've gone without talking to him do that you know and i mean you don't don't block him don't give him the satisfaction he's so important in your life that you need to block him 
Don't need, no need to block, block him. Mute his stories. Mute his notifications. You know? Take him off of your favorites if he is in your favorites on your, like, speed eye or something. If you if you need to unfollow, <laughs> go on. If you need to take him out of your followers, go on. But, like, no contact. And here here are the steps, okay? First, no speaking to him or to her or to them. Next, not talking about them to anybody else. Yikes, that's a big one, not talking about them. And then comes the not thinking about them. That's the three three magic rules. Wow. Please listen to me because I've learned so much with it and I've talked to a bunch of my friends that have gone through shitty ass breakups as I did and they didn't listen to me and they were like, ugh, I should have. So listen to me now so you won't go through the same things I did. First rule, no contact <laughs> to them. Next, no talking about them. And last but certainly not least, not thinking about them it may take some time it may take some time but in this whole process probably three months don't worry to complete all i struggle with this one too you know just go with the flow you know see where life takes you mm-hmm. focus mm-hmm. on yourself i think whether you're single whether you're in a relationship anywhere in between anywhere along the lines the key is just to keep yourself in focus despite everything else going around oh yeah I think that also, how can I say this? Just allow yourself to live through the grieving period and allow yourself to go back to becoming your mm-hmm. best self. And I mean, you should not you should not not be yourself throughout the relationship. Don't get me wrong. You should keep focusing on yourself and your ambitions and your goals throughout your relationship. Don't let those aside for any person. Keep doing what you yeah. love. Keep doing what you want to do. Yeah. If you love singing in your free time, exactly. Don't leave your hobbies aside. Keep calling your friends. Keep talking. Keep going out with your friends. Don't change your your friends for their friends, you know? Don't do that. That's also very important. Exactly. So, yeah. And last but certainly not least about the closure thing. Don't go after them looking for closure. You don't need closure. There's no such thing as... Closure is just something... Exactly. It's just something that you need to do exactly it's closure is just something you need to do with your own self what i've realized is that when you look for closure you're just not getting closer to closure actually because you're just you keep looking for the idea of closure which doesn't even exist and that in return just leaves you you're just going back to contact exactly it just leaves you like without actual closure because as you said closure doesn't exist and it's just whoever has been in your life Mm mm-hmm it's a myth. Closure it's is a exactly. It's a myth. It's a myth. It does not exist. Closure. Yeah. The only closure you're gonna be getting is within yourself. <laughs> that the relationship has ended. You need to understand within yourself that you don't need closure. Don't go after them, asking that, saying that you need to talk to them. No, you're just finding an excuse to, to contact them and to talk to them about something because you want to maybe hear their voice or maybe you want them to tell them that he loves you and that they want to come back to you. That's not going to happen, babe. You know, just saw it up. But let me tell you something to calm your ass down, okay? (laughs) Here it comes. Men always come back. Or their life gets worse. No, no, I mean it. I'm serious. Men always come back. Women. I don't don't know about women. Women, (laughs) mostly they won't because women just... We're a powerful species. We just, like... (laughs) Keep moving forward. We move on. And next... Especially once we've recovered from... Thank you, next, as our girl Ariana Grande best said. Mm -hmm. Don't sit around waiting for them to come back. Just keep living your life. And I know something... I'm a firm believer that men have this kind of sense within them that they can kind of feel when your life is doing amazing and they'll just pop in when you're having the time of your life. It's insane how that, like, turns... Don't give in. Yeah. And... The closure that you were saying starts within you. Even all those experiences, like breakups or bad relationships, girdle relationships, ones that have keep kept going on, ones that have ended, they become a part of you. So you just have to accept yourself, basically, as a whole with all your life experiences in order to truly not find closure, but just feel good yeah. with yourself at this definitely, moment in time definitely and i think that the best ways for you to work on yourself and really get to know yourself and become your best self before even engaging in your relationship mm, exactly so yeah 
exactly. That's what we're going to be talking in our next episode, next Wednesday. Where we're just going to talk about, like, just every, everything you can do to become your best self. It's going to be so exciting. I love it's these topics. So, I know. So, yeah, I think that's a wrap on relationships and yes. a deep, deep, very long talk mm-hmm. and a wild ride. Wild ride. This was a long one. There was a lot to cover for this one. And I know just for our late night callers, we're going to be coming back to this topic soon. So, like, <laughs> strap yeah. in for more episodes. And Taya, do you want to talk no about doubt. our social media a little bit so people can keep up? Yes. So we do have a TikTok, as we have mentioned before. It is late.night.calls.td, which stands for Taya Duda. And you can visit our TikTok, look at our little videos there, where we kind of talk about the same topics we talked about in our podcast, but obviously to a shorter extent. And if you have any questions, concerns, any comments, just hit us up on TikTok. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a fun episode. We went through all the phases. Right. Within an hour. Oof. It was a long one. Yeah, we went through all the phases of the, of the relationship. <laughs> but yeah, hope hope we covered all. Yeah. If not. If not, let us know what else you want to cover. One. Yeah, it's going to be on one of them. <laughs> yeah, eventually. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Late Night Calls with Taya. And Duda. And yeah. Good night. Bye-bye.